You're listening to the Interns to Pros podcast, where you'll learn from some of the most successful impact players in the media, technology, sports, and entertainment industries. How did they land their awesome jobs? What big lessons have they learned along the way? Get ready to take your career to the next level by getting insider knowledge from some of the best in the business. Here's your host, Mitchell Leach II. Hello and welcome to the Intern to Pros podcast, where we give timely wisdom and elite value on how to go from an intern to a pro. I'm your host, Mitchell Leach II. Today we have another excellent guest on the show, Dr. Jared Tippett. Now, Dr. Tippett currently serves as Vice President for Student Affairs at Southern Utah University. In this capacity, he oversees student life functions outside of the classroom. His professional career has been spent working in both the student affairs and academic sides of higher education administration. Now, prior to his current role, he was the director of student success at Purdue University. Jared has also worked at the University of Kentucky, University of Missouri-Columbia, and Utah Valley University. His research and professional interests are in retention and completion efforts along with leadership and organizational change strategies in higher ed. Now, Jared is an incredible person on several levels, and his career journey is filled with wisdom. As a result, you know I'm excited to have him on today's podcast. Jared, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you so much, Mitchell. It's great to be here, and uh, look forward to a good conversation today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, we always like to kick it off with this question, Jared. If you could describe your career journey in one word, what would it be and why? Let's see. To kick it off, uh, describe in one word, I would have to say rewarding. Mm. Um, You know, I think my absolute favorite thing about my career is uh, watching students come in as brand new freshmen, oftentimes a little bit reserved and nervous and unsure Mm -hmm. about their future. And then get to watch them four years later walk across that stage at graduation with confidence and passion and just ready to take on the world. And so being able to play that small role in their growth and development is just, in my mind, really uh, rewarding. So I'd say rewarding. Good word. Good word. Now, we, we, I, mean, I talked a little bit about your early career experience. Now, I'm sure you learned a lot of lessons over those years. What were two or three of the biggest lessons learned from that early chapter in your career? You know, yeah. So my career is a little non-traditional in some ways in that I did not go straight from college into higher education and instead uh, went down a couple other paths that led me to where I am today. When Mm -hmm. I graduated from college, I got my degree in management information systems. and had taken a lot of computer science classes. And so this was back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when the internet world was exploding and lots of new companies were popping onto the scene. Mm-hmm. So my friends and I, we started an internet company and had a lot of fun and, and learned a lot through that process. And from there, I went to work uh, for a company called Monster.com, the, the large career search uh, website. Remember that. And, learned a, and uh, learned a lot there too. But in the end, I think the most important life lesson I learned through this process was that uh, it's important for you to follow your passions and to do things that bring you happiness and a sense of fulfillment in life. Mm. You know, I had um, a lot of fun working there, but just when I'd come home and lay my head down at night, I wanted to uh, make, I wanted to feel like I was making a difference 
in the lives of, of people. And I guess I just didn't write, for me, find it through my current career path. And that's when I decided to go into higher education because of the influence that mentors had on me and my experience as a college student. I wanted to go and give back to the students who are uh, in school today. And so that's where I mm. decided to chase this dream and went to mm. graduate school and, and had a great experience there and continued to move on. So as you described in my introduction, I spent time at the University of Missouri, Columbia, loved it there, had some tremendous mentors and met some great students. And then from there, moved to the University of Kentucky, worked there for seven years and also earned my PhD while we were there. Got to focus on the programs and experiences that help students grow and develop as leaders. Mm -hmm. Worked with new student orientation experiences and focused on overall student success efforts. And from there, went to Purdue University and got to work with an incredible team and some very brilliant students uh, there and helping them achieve their life goals and, and dreams. And then came to Southern Utah University, where I'm at currently. So it's been a, a great career filled with lots of uh, very rewarding experiences and, and uh, lots of life lessons. Amazing. Amazing. Well, congratulations on all of that. I mean, it takes a person with a lot of focus, with a lot of humility, with a lot of hard work uh, to understand what matters to you and what impact you want to make and how to pivot when you need to pivot and how to add value along the way at every touch point. So congrats to you, Jared, on that. Yeah, thanks. You know, can I just insert real quick here, Mitchell? Please. When I think about my career and one of the pivot points for me was this piece between uh, my work in the dot-com world and higher education. And that whole journey in many ways was, uh, or shift in my career was, uh, was created as a result of when I did my internship. So when I was in college, we had to, as a result, uh, as a requirement for graduation, do an internship. And I uh, waited far too long to get that done. I, I, in fact, had completed all my coursework and was ready to graduate in May of my senior year, except had not completed the internship requirement. And so I didn't graduate mm. until August because I had to do an internship that final summer. And well, when I got into my first job or my internship, mm -hmm. I learned that I hated what I was doing on a day-to-day -day <laughs> basis. And I thought, oh no, this is my career. This is what my major is. And if I had only done that internship between my sophomore and junior year or junior and senior year, it would have given me the opportunity to pause and shift my focus uh, potentially to another uh, career, career track that may have been a, a better fit at the time. But having said all that, it's what ultimately led me to where I am today. So I'm, I'm grateful for that life lesson although I try to pass it along to students as often as possible so they can learn from my mistake. Well, thank you. Listen, that's something that we preach here at Interns and Pros as well. The earlier you get, you can get an internship, the better. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many students when I, I was telling Jared before the show that I did seven internships back in the day, which I don't advise, but I do advise everyone should at least have two. And, you know, preferably sophomore year, uh, junior year, for sure. Uh, because you do want to confirm what that you're in the, that you're on the right track that you do like what you're studying what you're working towards because if you don't you may want to pivot and the earlier you pivot the earlier you, you make a shift the better and the more money you save along the way as well. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. Great you know, advice. Exactly. So now uh, talk a little bit more about your current role there at Southern Utah University and what has you really excited as you head into your fifth year there. 
Yeah, my current role at uh, Southern Utah University is I serve as the Vice President for Student Affairs here. And it's my opportunity and responsibility to motivate and manage and lead a group of outstanding professionals who are responsible for serving uh, just over 11,000 students on our campus. And here, we try to provide services that support the academic mission of the institution, as well as to help students with their needs outside of the classroom. So our staff here, we, you know, we provide housing for students, we advise our students, we mentor them, we coach them, we counsel them, we put on activities, we provide leadership development opportunities, and do everything we can really to, to keep them safe on our campus. And in addition to that, we also uh, provide tutoring, we provide accommodations for students with disabilities, we support special populations of students such as veterans and adults and returning students and those who are first in their family to attend college. Mm. Um, and some of the most important work we do is provide that uh, support on the back end uh, in terms of managing records to assist students and provide them with financial aid and scholarships and just keep everything running smoothly there. So in, my, in the end, I guess my job is to create this culture on our campus where this team of over 120 staff members work closely together to enthusiastically serve our students and and to help them be successful. So when I think about what am I most excited about moving into this, uh, this is my fifth year here on campus. I, I'm just excited to continue to try and change the lives of more students. I was mm. um, brought in with a challenge to increase uh, the percent of our students who are succeeding and moving on from one year to the next. And then the percent of our students who are graduating. And we've had a really nice uh increase in those percentages, which says to me that something on our campus is working in terms of creating a culture where students come and they feel supported and, and want to, to chase their dreams. And we have a, a, an incredible staff who supports students in that journey. So I just am excited to change more lives. That's what we're in the business of, is helping students achieve their dreams. And I can't wait for another crop of students to show up on campus here. That's right. That's right. Couple of weeks away. So, uh, well, first I want to commend you and the great team there at uh, Southern Utah University. I've been a fan of you all. I was telling you uh, earlier um, for over a year now. I mean, the work that you all are doing and and just uh, the level of investment and wisdom that you all are providing at every touch point for those students is incredible. And that's something that is scalable. And I think that's something that every college and university, no matter how big or small, should aspire to. So phenomenal job out there. Well, thanks. Yep. we got a great team of people uh, all rowing in the same direction. It's a lot of fun. Exactly. Now, uh, that being said, you've worked with thousands of college freshmen over the years. Now, how would you describe, you, you mentioned a little bit about this earlier, but how would you describe the importance of the first year experience? Yeah, you know, the first year is really really important in the lives of, of college students. Um, in fact, there's a lot of research out there that points to the importance of this uh, first year, and even more so, even just in the first few weeks of a student's college experience. Um, and, and it's getting shorter and shorter with every passing generation that comes through. We know now mm. that if students don't get off to a good start within sometimes the first couple weeks, uh, certainly the first couple months, that they oftentimes believe that college may not be for them or that they're not capable of succeeding. Um, and so it, we have to instill within college students 
right from the get-go that they belong here, that they can succeed here, that they can chase their dreams and we're here to support them and make that happen. And so for us, um, we have worked really hard on our campus to create a transition experience that helps students make their way from high school into college uh, in a way that is easy for them and also in such a way that they feel empowered and that they believe in themselves. Um, and so this first year, and particularly the first few months, is extremely important in a college student's career. Well said. Well said. Now, on top of that, uh, something that we love to uh, preach here at Interns to Pros is, please, once you're at a campus, learn how to optimize it, learn how to maximize it. What are some ways students can maximize the plethora of resources and opportunities at their respective schools? Yeah, you're, that's great advice that you're you're giving to uh, through your organization because campuses all over the country have an incredible amount of free free resources typically for students to. You know, I love that word, uh, right? <laughs> don't we all? You're right. Just <laughs> um, you know, for these students to succeed on campus. But the biggest issue, at least from my experience, has been getting students to take advantage of all that these campuses have to offer. And we've actually found, and I've seen in my own career, that as time is passing, as the generations begin to shift, that students today are less and less likely to take advantage of these resources without being guided by peers and staff. Whereas 20 years ago, students would go in and do everything they needed to do to find out what resources were available to them. And now today, we need to guide them to those resources. And so we've put a lot of things in place on our campus to make that happen. Um, but students, the advice I guess I would give to them is that they really need to just take that initiative to learn about all these services, you know, the tutoring that's available to them, the counseling, the career coaching, these accommodations, support, the student activities, all those sorts of things. And then have that confidence that it takes to just sometimes make that awkward walk into one of those offices and ask for help. Um, we know that students uh, often tell us that I just am embarrassed to walk into the office and admit that I may have a deficiency of some sort or need some help. Um, but you just got to have that confidence to walk in and just say, hey, I, you know, I could, I could use, use some help. And once they do, they often find a friendly face and someone who's willing to help. It's just getting over that bridge. And so another thing that we do here on our campus is oftentimes create a virtual connection. Uh, which then will establish a relationship to where students will feel comfortable making that walk in, having already made the introduction through a virtual environment. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, one thing that I know is true in my life, and, and I'm sure yours as well, is that nobody gets to their destination alone. Like at some That's point, right. somebody helps someone else's out. Help someone else out. So uh, now, on that point, what what are some of the other biggest mistakes students? should avoid making early on in their collegiate career? Yeah, you know, I, I, but we all make them. So whatever I say here is probably me reflecting and looking in the mirror of my own experiences, right? Same here. <laughs> um, right, I, I think about the importance of learning how to manage your time. You, you know, Mitchell, in my freshman year of college, I majored in intramural sports. And, uh, and we were awesome. I mean, my friends and I, we entered flag football and softball and basketball and ultimate frisbee, you name it. We, if there was a, an intramural season going on, we were in it to win it, you know? That's and, right. uh, and my grades kind of showed, 
that that was my focus. But learning how to manage time is really important. And, you know, how much time are we going to spend watching Netflix or playing video games? And I, I tell students all the time, you have to learn to say no to yourself and to your friends. You have to be willing to forego some of the fun today in order to prepare yourself to have a better future. Um, I also tell students, take advantage of time that is spent in class. I see students all the time come to class and then they don't focus while they're there. They're on their phones or they're doing something else on their computers. But if you're going to be in class and spend an hour there, focus, sit up front, take good notes. And that in and of itself will drastically decrease the amount of time you got to spend preparing for that class outside of the classroom. And then another one that is oftentimes a little bit hard for students to digest is use tutoring. And in high school, oftentimes tutoring is seen as a deficiency, the need for tutoring. In college, I'm telling you, the smartest kids are the ones that go use tutoring. And so we tell students all the time, it's normal in college. These professors are pushing you to places you've never been cognitively. And so take advantage of the tutoring that's available to you here. Um, Go get it. And that's what all the smart kids are doing. So join them in that. Um, So those are some of the, I guess, some mistakes I think about students sometimes making. And um, if we can get them to do some of those things, they're often off to a better start. Good stuff. Good stuff, Jared. Now, I guess on, on top of that, what are some of the top habits you advise students to develop in addition to, you know, the time management and, and, and seeking out a tutor and just learning how to uh, have that self-discipline? What are some other things, some other habits that you would encourage students to develop now? Oh, yeah. I, boy, you give me a microphone and say, give advice and get ready. Here we go, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I hope some of this is, is helpful to your listeners, but um, these are some of the things I guess I would share with a group of new students. Um, one is, you know, you've moved away from home in, in some cases, depending on the institutional type. And don't go home every weekend. Stay on campus and socialize and catch up on your studies and get connected to the campus. Another piece of advice I'd say is take a full schedule, uh, whatever that might mean for you, 12 credits, 15 credits uh, a semester, but take a full load that will help you move through uh, faster because the quicker you can get out and start making a living, you know, that's, that's a great thing. I always tell students, have a job. Um, it not only gives you great experience, uh, but it will also force you to manage your time better because it will prevent the amount of free time, you know, limit the amount of free time you have, and you'll just be a better student. But don't work too many hours if you can help it. Uh, we know from research that there's a sweet spot right there around 20 hours a week. Uh, as soon as you start going over that, sometimes it can get in the way of your uh, academic success. Um, another piece of advice I'd say is worry less about which major you choose and focus more on just getting out. The research shows that most people today will work in five to seven different jobs or careers in their adult life. And so like me, I graduated in kind of computer science and now here I work as an administrator in higher education. So just get out um, and get a degree. Uh, another piece of advice, pay the price today so you can enjoy your future. I talked about that a minute ago, but I see so many students that are unwilling to forego a little bit of fun today, uh, in order to spend some more time on their studies, uh, get to know your professors, get to know your academic advisors. These people will be tremendous assets to you and your, your academic experience do internships. You know, that's uh, the focus of your work and it is absolutely critical 
uh, I would agree, in students' experiences. Um, study abroad. You know, I if students will study abroad and, and go out and experience another part of the world, that is a tremendous uh, asset to their their lives. The world is getting smaller and smaller today, as you know, and mm-hmm. becoming globally minded and aware is just really, I think, helpful to people in their lives. Get involved on campus, uh, take on leadership roles, take full advantage of campus resources, uh, eat well, and don't forget to exercise. Uh, I know in my own personal life uh, that when my body's healthy, my mind's more healthy. Um, You know, so all of these things, I think, hopefully, if students will do them, uh, can be a nice little uh, formula for success in college. Good stuff. I hope you all will take your notes out there. He just spent a whole lot of wisdom. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, as we get ready to close the show, do you have a favorite quote or a book or both that has helped you in your career journey? If so, what is it and why does it resonate with you? Oh, man. Yeah, favorite book or quote. Um, You know, there's several books that I've read over the years that for me personally have been transformational in many ways. Um, some that jump into my mind are As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, mm. uh, which is a, a great early uh, 19th, 18th century, no, 20th century, excuse me, uh, kind of self-help book, Quiet by Susan Cain. I love that book about the power of introversion. Uh, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Uh, and then there's a new one that came out that I've, I've enjoyed. It's called First We Make the Beast Beautiful by Sarah Wilson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these are all books that I think in many ways would resonate with lots of our college students today. But when we think about a favorite quote, this is one I lean on a lot in my current uh, profession and role. And it comes from that uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And this is what he says. He says, good thoughts and actions can never produce bad results. And bad thoughts and actions can never produce good results. This is but saying that nothing can come from corn but corn, nothing from nettles but nettles. People understand this law in the natural world and work with it, but few understand it in the mental and moral world, although its operation there is just as simple and undeviating, and they therefore do not cooperate with it. So let me describe why that quote is meaningful to me. That is that students come to me all the time, and if I'm honest with myself, I might, I myself say, I want to be a great X or be better at Y or do Z to, you know, become more fulfilled in my life. Yet, I don't do those things that lead to the outcomes of X, Y, and Z. So, for instance, students will say, I want to be a great leader on campus. I want to learn leadership skills. And I say to them, okay, well, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? What do you do in your free time? Well, I watch Netflix. I play Xbox and video games. and I say to them, well, just like this quote says, nothing comes from corn but corn. If you put Xbox in your head all day, what do you get? You get Xbox. If you put Netflix in your head all day, what do you get? You get Netflix. And so for me, when I'm pausing and thinking about how can I achieve my life goals, I need to make sure that my thoughts and my actions align with what I'm trying to accomplish. And it makes so much sense, right? In the natural world, but it is just as true in our mental and moral world. Anyway, so that's a quote I love to share with students and one ref- that I love to reflect on for myself. Wow, that that is powerful, powerful stuff right there. And that's something 
that's invaluable, not only for students, but like you said, for you and me <laughs> and everybody. Uh, be careful what you um, what you absorb on a daily basis, and you will reap what you sow as well. And that's so right. just really uh, master the art of doing that. So listen, I couldn't ask for a better way to end the show. Jared, you have been phenomenal. Thank you for blessing us with your time and invaluable wisdom. We truly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, before we close the show, I'd love to tell you about a great resource from the Interns to Pros team, the monthly internship insider newsletter. If you or someone you know is a college student hoping to land a great internship in the media, tech, sports, or entertainment industry, this is a must to subscribe to. For only $5 a month, you'll get updated internship listings from hundreds of companies across the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. In addition, you get the latest industry news you must know as a future pro in your field, insider wisdom from human resource and other successful industry professionals, 50% off admission to all interns to pros events, great monthly giveaways, and much more. So if you want to save countless hours searching for internships and want to be ahead of your steep competition for the role you want, be sure to subscribe to the Internship Insider Newsletter app www.internstopros.com forward slash insider. That's interns, the number two, pros.com forward slash insider. Congrats in advance on landing your amazing and game-changing internship. Thank you for listening to the Interns to Pros podcast. We hope you enjoyed the insider wisdom and industry insights. Be sure to subscribe to this show wherever you like to listen. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and more. Now is the time to maximize your opportunity in today's marketplace, regardless if you're a student, professional, or employer. For more information on how we can help you or your company do so, visit internstopros.com. That's interns, the number two, pros.com. Until next time, never stop learning and do your best to master the art of excellence in every aspect of your journey. Congrats in advance.